Radio Nigeria Highland 101.5 FM Josri. Next week, uh, Voice Out for a Better Plateau will return with yet another uh, burning issue for you to comment on. From one good program to another, I've got the villagers in the studio now. They're about to take you on Village Square today. Have a nice time listening. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, village, many voices. From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the Village Square radio meeting supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, many voices. From the stables of Tech and Peace Desk comes the Village Square Radio Meeting, supported by Church in Action Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspectives. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. Hello and good morning. It's another Tuesday and you're welcome to yet another section or edition of Frank, Honest, Interesting Conversation. This is Village Square, your result-oriented and solution-driven program. A program where we talk local issues with global perspective. Village Square is brought to you by Tech and Peace Desk with support by Church in Actions, Netherlands. I am Gloria Pa, your village headmistress. And I'll be assisted by the sidelines through John Rett and Julius Abimuku. Nigeria, like most developing countries, have poor access to portable and safe drinking water. This is a common problem. Indeed, many lives are lost annually to waterborne diseases arising from unmitigated poor access to safe drinking water. Sources have it that one state in Nigeria is heavily infested with 2,670, 47 cases, I beg your pardon, of guinea worm, and yet another state with 1,843 cases. Statistics also show that 36% of urban dwellers and 61% of rural dwellers are totally unserved safe water. Access to portable water is perceived as the greatest problem to 28% of households and 24% of communities. The Sustainable Development Goal SDG 6 specifically focuses on provision of clean water and sanitation by the year 2030. Water as an essential commodity for every home and every human endeavor is therefore expected to be affordable. Water should be a right to be demanded from government by citizens. However, 
Several communities in Jos and environs are faced with difficulty in accessing safe and quality water supply immediately the rains are over. Is, is there access to safe water in your community? What are the prevailing challenges and how can we better cope the demand for water as citizens? This is going to serve the basis of our discussion today. With me in the studio to do justice to this topic on water availability is my guest in person of Nangor Nandam, the head of public relations unit of Plateau State Water Board. You're welcome, sir. Thank you very much. Can you introduce yourself to us? Well, I'm, uh, just like you have introduced me, I'm Mr. Nangondam. I'm the head of Population Unit of Plateau State Water Board. All right. Thank you very much, Mr. Ndam, for yes. honoring our invitation. We had a conversation, an intensive conversation with two communities here in Jos, and we'll, we'll have you listen to these conversations and then when we come back, we'll set the ball rolling. Yeah, my name is Peter Adamson. I am the Central Utility Officer. Utility is divided into three zones, zone A, B, and C, for ease of communication. And we have other uh, youth coordinators in those zones that are reporting to us, the Central Body. We don't have water in the town. Virtually every home in town buys water from the nearby homes we have around. So, well, uh, we used to have, but we don't have it now. Okay. Well, uh, you see, the problem here is that sometimes when it is raining season, that is where we get water. Most of the wells now, if you go to some houses now, some of the wells are dry. Like even my old house now. I don't have water. The well is dry up already. So it is during the rainy season that water will almost fill the well. And then we can get water that we use to bathe and then um, wash our clothing. But drinking water, good drinking water, you just have to buy it. Sometimes we, we, we collect from the, from the rain. Do you understand? And drink. But you can see most of the houses here, their their roofs has turned brown and it's not hygienic do you understand so that is why sometimes even during the rainy season we just go down to the borehole or perhaps buy bags of pure water and then we use you want breath of unity my name is yakubo tanmi i'm the laranto leader for i think for the past 10 years or so even though we know that there is a, this, um, this uh, pipe network, so but it's not functional. But there are times that you might see a supply of water from the water body. Maybe you see uh, you see it overflowing on the street. It, it doesn't really get to its final destination. That's for those uh, other areas that have such uh, pipes. That's once they bring it once in a while. Understand? And it doesn't really, it's not, it's, it's not as functional as it ought to be. So it's as good as we don't have it. And the last time we did complain to our councillor, that's uh, Honorable Chika, 
and he, he tried, he took a step, even though it's still not effective. Yes, I have to say that. He tried. Uh, he brought some um, staffs of the water board down to Bible Faith to rectify uh, the water issue there. Uh, but it's still not functional. All right, there we have it. Welcome, Mr. Endam, once again. Thank you. To, this is Village Square, and we are going to be talking of communities now we are looking at the issue of water availability now we had it from two communities that um have this reoccurring issues of lack of water as soon as the rains are over you don't see water one of the communities said they had water supply far back as the 80s 1986 87 thereabout and they they lost it before then, how would you assess the supply of water in Jos and its environs? Okay, thank you. Before I will answer that question, let me explain that. Plateau State Water Board, by the law that establishes it, is only meant to supply water to urban and semi-urban areas. Mm -hmm. So when we talk of jaws and environs, not all the communities within jaws and environs are either urban nor semi-urban areas. So places like Kuru, Maraban, Jama, Babale, all these adjoining communities around, they kept on complaining that they had no water and government had neglected them, particularly eyeing Plateau State Water Board. That is not part of our work. Government has another agency, that is Plateau Rural Water Supply and Sanitation Agency, okay. to supply water to rural communities. So we, in a nutshell, we supply water to urban and semi-urban area. Okay. Let me go to your question now. Okay. How can I assess the water supply situation in just and environment? That question is good because it's specific within location. Yes. If it has been open within the state, I said I would have said I would broken it into okay. two. Okay. But when that is specific and giving my assessment to, to just and environment. <laughs> to me, we are meeting about let me say 50 to 60 percent of the water need. This is because the demand is above the availability of water. And there are a lot of problems that are on ground that we could not meet up 100 percent water needs of the customers or the general public. I want to set it clear here, even in the developed world, where treated water started before coming to developing countries, they cannot even meet up the demands of the water needs of their people. So as we go into the program, you may <coughs> we may discuss why such needs are not met. Okay. Yes, but we, we today we are meeting about fifty to sixty percent of the so, customer so needs. Why why are you meeting just fifty to fifty to sixty or sixty to seventy? No, fifty to sixty percent. Yes. So why is it so? Are uh, you overwhelmed? It's not that we are overwhelmed. You see, one, the factors that led to availability of water are electricity. Okay. That is one of the basic things that uh, operate. So the electricity situation in Nigeria, we all know, is a problem. 
not only in Plateau State here. So once, if there is no availability of electricity, the production will reduce because it's not that it will stop. We are we switch on to to Gen, and um, you see this is a major issue. Water is an essential commodity that if we operate on Gen. They are like a business center where they said it will photocopy with gen is 20 naira, with electricity is 10 naira. So if we operate on gen, we don't even increase the money because uh, the cost of diesel, you know, is very high. So normally the production is not as fast as that of electricity. So it reduces the production, the availability of water. Because the water before it gets to the treatment plant, it is pumped and use of electricity. Production, use of electricity. After production, you pump it to the reservoir before you pump it to the customers through the line. So all these are involved use of electricity. Two, water doesn't fly in the air before it gets to people. Normally, water is piped to people. So the pipelines, maintenance of that pipelines is there for us and it's normally very costly. And each time we have a pipe bust there and there, and we have to take care of it. Once there is a pipe bust on ground, you know that line has to be closed to avoid water wasted. So it reduces the the rate or the amount of water which uh, consumers are supposed to receive. And again, apart from pipe bust, pipe bust, pipe bust maintenance, we have also staff issue. We have a lot of uh, shortage of staff. Our valve are supposed to be controlled. You close this valve here because you know, since I said we are not meeting 100% need, so you know we have to close a line to give other people and close that one to give this one. So we need staff to be going around to be doing all this and we have ad inadequate staffs. So we need vehicles to this, and these issues are not on ground. So these are the factors that might lead to not meeting 100% needs. Of, and apart from it, the, the, where we produce the water, that is the treatment plant, you know, equipments we are using. One day the equipment can be at fault. A transformer can blow up. A pipe, a, 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 an armored cable that supply electricity from one aspect of the plant to another can blow up. So there are many factors that led to us not meeting 100% needs of the customers or the general public. But at now, we have three treatment plants that on, are on production in Jaws that supply water to Jaws and environment. The Yakubu Gawan Dam treatment plant the Laminga water treatment, the Akubu Gawan Dam is at Shen. It's about uh, 50 kilometers away from here. The Liberty, the Laminga water treatment plant is at the British American Junction, which most people know. And we have one at Naborgong, at former legislators' quarters, uh, formerly known as Itobaba. Mm -hmm, yes, we have one treatment plant there. So we have three treatment plants that are on production now. I think that is where we are. Okay. So these are the issues we are facing. Mm. So how do we better cope or how do we overcome these problems? Because we see 
um, people suffering to get water, good water, and we know that water, water is life, of course. Then water, we need good water for our mm. health. We need yes. water. If you can hardly go a day without using water, and people have to. You know, you have a lot of problems. You have the health to take care of. You have the electricity to take care of. And then the little resources you have, you're buying water. Mm. Like the other um, youth leader of Utan says, he says you have to buy water even during the rainy season because their, uh, their, their roofs are rusted and the water is not, um, is not good for consumption. Now, how do we better cope this situation? Is there... Uh, means where you supply just water for drinking to communities or what's what's the way forward how can we overcome this oh, issue okay the first thing i think uh, government is doing is to expand the pipe network within just ambukuru metropolis where they had not been getting water as a result of our pipe network are not there we are now at this, we are now at a process, on a process to extend water to them. We are working with the French government, that is French Development Agency, to extend water to communities that had no water. And it's a demand-driven project. Demand-driven in the sense that when the community has seen the need for the water, they will organize themselves and come to water board. We want you to extend water to us. That will also help us in the sense that if the pipes are extended to that community, it becomes community ownership. They take ownership of it. They don't allow any illegal connection on it. And they will make sure that every household is connected to the pipe, thereby giving a little revenue to government for a, a, a cost recovery. Because that money coming from the French government uh, I think it's a grant that we need to pay back something from it. Apart from that, NGOs and international donors are also working on platform to improve on the water situation. We have the World Bank okay. is working here on the platform. Yes. We have the French and we have the EU mm. are working here on the platform just to improve on our water situation. Mm. There are NGOs like uh, Plateau State Community Development Agency, which is uh, at the airport runabout there. They are also giving out money for improvement of water in Plateau. We have Cowan, we have CBD NGOs. All these organizations are also working, working to, to improve water. But another thing I want people to understand is this. Sometimes our water is in that community that I don't know, is it poverty or, or, or people are self-centered, that they don't want their resources to go out in the old mentality that water is supposed to be free. Look at carbon. Let's use the example of carbon. Okay. We have over 10 water lines that are laid in carbon. But if you hear the type of complaint, they are making as if there is no government water extension in that So place. you mean there's water in carbon? Yes. Pipe bone water? Yes. Let me, let, I will show you all the lines. Okay. Because you see, immediately after the Gara Bill Bridge, yes. that street that went in by your left, our pipe went in there and break inside carbon and came out at the state light market. Okay. 
you know it's up to two kilo three or four kilometers, kilometers yes yep. and how many connections on it in fact there are not up to 100 connections on it and why people are crying of water and each time we release water water is passing through that pipe after the police station of carbon another pipe goes into cooking church and beyond cooking church carbon so you see that it's another thing again after the state light market we 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 have brightway uh, brightway is a street after the state light market maybe two or three the third street by your left and our pipes goes in there for about two kilometers that within the community there after brightway you go to equa church with blue roof our pipe goes that's in at, there. Uh, that's Rukubaru Road. There, yes. our pipes goes because that is where our water stuff okay. after the uh, yes. Our pipe goes in there. At the Alama Junction, we have another pipe that goes in two there. So, so sorry, hold on. If you have water pipes coming from uh, Kabong, why why is it that you still find truck pushers pushing water, selling water, and then? Communities like Yutan and Alheri don't have water. What's the problem? No, the the issue. That is why I say people need to be educated about it. We kept on telling them that are water in these areas, but they depend on neighbors that had connected it. And if a neighbor today we are not giving water frequently maybe we give it once a week and that neighbor is not satisfied they have not fetched water enough for them he cannot allow them but if we can give it maybe two or three times a week and the neighbor has fresh enough you know the next time water come they can fetch it you get what i'm saying okay. so there is water there is no doubt and if for somebody there that said this land i may i think we're going to be on air Yes. We are going to open line. Yes. Yes. Those line I open it. Okay. Let's go to Alheri. I think you are talking. Okay. About let's Alheri. talk about Utan. Okay. Utan. Yes. Okay. Utan. Which side? You know, Utan is lush. If which which side of Utan you are talking about? Um, we are looking at is it Utan from the Equa Church? You know. You see, after George Hotel. Okay. You know, both sides. This side of George Hotel is Utan also. Okay. And the opposite side of uh, this side is Utan also. Okay. So, so let me at look Yutan at it. A and B. The one, the Utan after George Hotel. Yes. Our pipe network are there. Okay. The, by the right hand side, and they went inside the Utan there. Then, the one at the left hand side, that is where. The pipe network are just uh, are not uh, uh, that's not gone in. Okay. That inform where the problem is there, and all this while that we kept on talking of the mine driven project, community CD needs come and demand for the project. I have not even seen their list. They have not even come. No, but, but yet the Utan youth leader said they wrote. They mm. spoke to to their representatives, and they even wrote personal letters to water board saying yeah. during the road constructions their pipes were, were removed yes okay well so removed, they were yeah. comp they are complaining yes now these are people that have to buy water yeah. continuously see, all year one, round. one thing with the re relocations of the pipe that were removed during uh, road construction is that the money for relocation that is bringing the pipe back is tied to the road construction money is when they are paying the contractor Okay. for the road construction they pay it alone with the money to bring back the pipes so and lead. It's so the up contractors to now, 
up to now, Water Board okay. has not been given that money to bring back the pipe. Okay. Uh, that Water Board has not been given that money to bring back the pipe that were removed during that road construction. And in not only that U-turn, we will go to Bukuru Express Road. We had another challenge there also. We have another challenge there also. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. So listen, if you're listening to us, this is Village Square and we're talking water availability here mm. in Jos and Environs. And I'm talking with Mr. Nangor Ndam, the Public Relations Officer for Water Board um, Yes, the Plateau State Water Board. So, sir, um, before then, I would open the phone lines now. You can reach us on 081-000-81124. I'll take that 081-000. That's zero in three places or triple zero, 81124. And then you can drop your messages, your contributions on our social media handles on Facebook at Tekken Peace Text. And tweet at us at Taken Peace Text. So for Facebook, Twitter. Hello, oh, we have Radio a caller. Mama, I don't know. Sorry for writer. Radio Mama, good morning. Good morning. I agree with your guest that Patu State government is meeting um, between 50 to 60 percent of the water needs despite all odds. Yes. I hope some callers will not be on my neck. I'm just being objective. Okay. I'm not a politician. All right. Hello, hello. There's no, there's still room for improvement. Yes. You know, if I, you do, do you know that, um, uh, it might be you to know that many states in the Federation don't even have a water board. Yeah. When I traveled to my state, most states, yeah, when I was talking about water board, they will be, it, it, it sounded big to them. Even in Lagos, it sounds big to them. They say, what am I trying to say? Kudos to the state government. Thank you. Yes, people are cooperating with them and to make things better. They have a lot of myriad of problems. Thank you for And then that for the masses, you know, when they give this, uh, when they ration the water, let people have enough water. Because some houses, they have just two or three buckets. The water is not running every day. Yes. I'm going to store the water so that you can, you know, be enough for you before it is it, 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 given again. I'm not saying it's the ideal situation, but you have to make do, uh, um, do, um, do uh, uh, you have to make do with the bad situation. You know, that's, uh, that's the way I look at it. Then at uh, this pandemic period, please and please people should do something about schools, the public schools. Those that don't have uh, water, those that don't have wells, that, uh, some of them, their wells are going dry. Let the government find a way of sending tankers with water there and then have tanks there in those schools. That will help them to be washing their hands frequently to meet up with the part of the COVID-19 guidelines. Let's not give up with this country. We are going to get it right sometime, someday. God bless you. That's my submission this morning. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Let me build on what she said. Okay. You, if you look at our, our reservoirs, you see an advert on it, Hypo. Yes. That was acquired by a company. Okay. So the the brander, the person who came and wrote that hypo, opened the tank, came that company came all away from Kano. So I took him round. When he saw all those facilities, he said he has lived in Kano for thirty years. But Kano Hello? is far bigger okay, than Plateau. Please Hello? we have a call. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, uh, good morning ma'am. Please can you move away from your radio set? Yeah, okay, ma'am. Good morning, ma'am. Good morning. Mm. Hello. Yes. Good morning. We can hear you. Yeah. Um. My name is James Ajijinyang from Afrika uh, Community. James, go ahead. Along Lamingo Road. Okay. Mm. Go ahead. Hello. Yes. Um, we, we can are hear hearing you. you. Yeah. Thank you for your uh, your, your your visit today. Uh, but I really want to lay my complaint because since we are a grown up, we are the mid. 
Hello? Hello, James. We have community in Lamingo here, but we don't have water. And we've been writing so many letters. I'm the youth chairman of uh, the district. We've been writing so many letters, but no responding. Please. Okay. Now yes. I wish your visitor there can uh, be able to help us to do something. Okay. I, I can assure you he just penned that down. Okay. So, yes, okay. I said do we, do we answer this question one after another or I should get Hello? them down? Okay, okay. You can respond. Okay. Look, uh, you see, I have explained at the start of this program yes. because I knew well that it's issues like this will come. Yeah. That Plateau State Water Board by law is provide water to urban and semi-urban area. Yeah. Where they are talking about at that uh, Furaka in Laminga around opposite the Liberty Didam, it's a village. It's okay. a rural area, which is not our responsibility to provide water there. But notwithstanding effort are on to do something about it. If we are taking water to Laminga with the horse of our dam, the community where our raw water dam is, we are considering them also. Furaka, okay. by the left-hand side of the dam, if you are going to Jude, behind the abundant hotel. I know that place. But you know Furaka is large. If through Sele Bridge by Bauchi Ring Road, our water went in there, at Kuraka, right inside Furaka, but the extension now that came up where General Yakubu Gaon house is, yes, that's where we don't have our water, and it's a rural area. So, thank you very much, sir. Just before we go for a break, I want to ask a quick question. Yes. So, uh, people have complaints, and some don't know how to reach out to you. Are there channels where these complaints can be uh, channeled to? Yeah, we have business offices all around Josambukro. There are 26 business offices. And we have a radio program, a live radio program like this every Thursday at PRTV, okay. for every Thursday from 12.30 to 1, which we people phone in just like this one. And we have been talking to our customers and uh, those that either not even our customer. Mm -hmm. And we also refer them to their local government. Local government has a responsibility to provide water to their people also. They should not fold their arm and wait on Plateau State Water Board. Okay. So we have we have we have a forum that a channel that we are getting to people. Right. So we shall take a break, but before we go, uh, when we come back, we we'll look at the citizens' responsibility on managing their water facilities. Yes. yes. So let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about that. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, many voices. From the stables of Tech and Peace Desk comes the Village Square Radio Meeting, supported by Church in Action Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspectives. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the Village Square. When it's all being said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, One village many voices. Many. From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the Village Square Radio Meeting supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the village square. 
welcome back. It's still Village Square, and we've been talking with Mr. Ndam, the PRO for Plateau State Water Board. Listener, you can join us on 081000811240810081000811124. Just before we took a break, uh, I asked the question, what is the citizen's responsibility in managing these water facilities? Mm, yes. See, the citizen has the responsibility to report to Plateau State Water Board any pipe bus within their area and is wasting water because the waste of water constitutes the lack of water. Because it reduces the pressure and water doesn't get to others. Two, the citizen has the responsibility to report all these illegal connections within them. Uh, yes. The, the third one, the citizen has also the responsibility to guard against tampering with our facilities within them. Normally, you see, we have valve installed, and those valves are for maintenance purpose and rationing of water. If Plateau State Water Board turn it to a certain position, it knows why that position is kept that way. When water flow there, it might go to three different places. Yes, but now somebody will come and taunt it. Okay. Once you taunt it, maybe the whole of the three community may not get water. Water will stop there or water will go to only one. So you see, these are issues that uh, citizens need to work on it. Above all, the citizens have right. They are the one to maintain their service line, the household, household line that is connected, taking water to them. It is their responsibility that if it is break, you come and fix it back. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I'll take you back a little. Yes. You spoke about um, your responsibility of giving water to urban areas. Yes. Now, who is responsible to provide water to rural areas? Plateau State, uh, Plateau Rural Water Supply and Sanitation Agency, ProWASA. Plateau Rural Water Supply and sanitation agency probably before the program runs out i will give you a number okay. to, to the agency okay they will call the general manager after okay. this program okay. and talk to the general manager on rural water issues okay uh, it's a simple man he will attend to them okay yes so you're saying that this agency is functional yes the function of that agency is to provide water to rural communities. Okay, okay. Yes. While Plateau State Water Board provide for urban and semi-urban areas. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. So, if we're saying that now, what are the rules of CSOs in ensuring access to safe and affordable water supply for all? The civil society organization role is a complementary role in in the main water agency. One. Most of their work is advocacy, advocacy and training. They advocate the, the, that citizens should know that they have a right to demand for water. Okay, now, if you look at the budget of some local government, maybe for the past five years back, it all contained water. Water, this, this, and it runs in millions. But if you go to the ground, you can't see any water facility. So it is the CSO that tells citizens, go and demand for water from your local government. Don't wait for the state government alone. 
It is the CSO that will tell people, all this budget you are making for water, let's see the facilities, the reality on ground, not only the paperwork. So the CSO also uh, train people or advocate on wise use of water and sanitation. You know, sometimes a lot of water is being wasted as ignorant from this community. So they, they, they advocate about the wise use of water and sanitation. Uh, this hygiene issue, they talk about it, wash your hand and uh, open diversification. The CSO talk about it also. Okay. Yes. Thank you very much. So, but are citizens aware of the CSO's um Role. Yes, are citizens aware of that? Yeah, they, are, they, are, they, are, they are working within them now. Okay, they sorry, are, please. We have a yeah. call. Hello? Okay. Hello? Hello? Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, we can hear you. Yeah. Please, can you move away from your radio set? Yes, I'm far away from you. Okay, your name, please. Uh, morning, the presenter and uh, guests in the house. Morning. Mm -hmm. Yes, I am uh, IT Emerson calling from Carbon. Okay. Uh, for a while now here in Carbon, we've been having problems of water. And at all times you have your programs, people call from Carbon to present the, the issue. Yes. What is being said here? It's a different thing we experience here. Now, after the satellite market coming Is it what is being said in the radio house that is a different thing you experience there? It's a different there. thing we are experiencing here. Yes. Let's hear yes. you. So, when you come from satellite market yes. into Kabong by Jehovah Kingdom Hall Church. Yes. Yes. The, the, the network of the water to this area does not work. I think the last time we were supplied with water, we were given water here was at the month of April last year. Wow. <laughs> yes. Check your records and ask the people of Carbon. I'm not the only person living here. Okay. So now since then, we have not gotten water. And at times you see people from Waterboard coming that they come to cut off our pipes that we have not paid. Mm. I imagine what we are expected to pay off. Yes. We don't get water. Our houses are on the rock. We find it difficult to survive here without water. Yes. That is just what I want to conclude. Remember that we here too are part of just and we are not benefiting. Mm. That should have been the dividend of democracy for us. Thank you. I think uh, the scholar, I have, I have mentioned right now that there are about 10 water lines introduced into carbon from the bridge round to the state line market i mentioned it where you are talking about we have that line there is your connection on it or is your connection from the one after the police station that goes to the cooking church is your connection from the one from the bright way or the aqua roof whichever we have this and in december there was full supply of water to carbon and this water, this right now, by maybe Tuesday this weekend, we are going to open water to carbon again. What we do is that we, we, if we fill the reservoir, we open to Tuduwada, we close carbon. If we fill the reservoir, we open to carbon and, 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 and close to the water. 
So the water is 24 feet in the Twins Reservoir and definitely is supposed to have gone up to uh, our Rukuba, uh, Rukuba Road. So I don't know. You are on this thing that you are saying you had only water April last. No. That is, go to our office opposite Ehindro Press and get the record of release of water there. Or come to my office, but if you are coming to my office, come with proof of customership. Let me see your water bill or the, any receipt of water bought that you are paid water. Because most of the people that normally complain are not customers. They are general public. They depend on some houses that had water. And if they go to fetch that person had probably is not satisfied with the water and it stopped them. That the first contributor on this program make a very important point that most of our people here do not have container to store water. And if they bring water and before they bring another one, it have taken three, four days. Then how can you be complaining that you don't have water? In fact, let me tell you one of our services again. There are places that are getting water maybe five days in a week. Okay. Yes. The, the reservoir located at within the premises of NDA Cam at Angle D. If you open water there, it takes four days before it finishes. So all the communities from Angle D, Kwatazawan, Trade Center, and Kevom, that is Veterinary Institute and Kalkumi University, they are getting water four times a week. If you go to a reservoir located at Lion Hill Doi, close to Bongom Joseph School, from there to India Regional Camp, they get water four days in a week. That is lack of consumption. Okay. It, it is lacking customer to hook to a line to draw the water. Okay, thank yes. you. Thank you very much, sir. So, I'll just ask you this question. Yeah. Talking about the citizens' responsibility yeah. in managing water, um, places like Ricos, it's been alleged that some car wash uh, points break or vendors they break pipes just to use them for their businesses. Are, yeah. we, are you aware of such no, happenings? No, no. You see, long long before now, it was during the previous government we had that case. One Ankroma is a notorious illegal water vendor that connected water. He was arrested and taken to court, and that thing stopped. But now, Ricos is one of the place, places that had water more than any other place. And we don't have issue of cow, the car wash at, uh, at Ricos town. But you see at the Bochi Ring Road, there are car wash there. Though they don't interfere, you know there are no houses, okay. uh, household houses there. Okay. But it, it's just... A, a road, right. so there are car wash there. Thank you very much. Yes. What an interesting conversation we had. Remember we to really, give the rural yes, communities. Yes, so we have this number for the rural communities. You can reach um, Prowasa at 070 3252 I'll take that 070 That's the number for Prowasa. You can Lay your complaints there. Yes. So, sir, just briefly, what message do you have for us in closing? The message I have is that please help us report illegal connection. Those that are tempering with our installation, stop them. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for that. We have exhausted our time. We promise to be back with another interesting package, God willing, next week Tuesday. The program has been Village Square, brought to you by Tech and Peace Desk. With support with 
by Church in Actions, Netherlands. It was worthwhile having you. I hope you have been educated. I hope you've been informed and you've been enlightened. To all our guests, we say thank you for calling. And our guests in the studio, thank you very much for honoring this invitation. Mm. Thank you for your contributions. We truly appreciate that. On behalf of the executive producer Helen Philemon Hagai, the producer Rhett John Rhett, associate producer Joseph Ojedeji, the co-producer Kromion Dake, Ville Square was created by Kabiru Sabo, the entire production team, staff of Tekken Peace Desk. I am Gloria Pa saying goodbye, stay safe, God bless and have a nice day. When it's all been said and done, the village square is where we all belong. It is where our voices are heard. One village, One village many voices. Yes. From the stables of Taken Peace Desk comes the village square radio meeting supported by Church in Action, Netherlands. Village Square, local issues with global perspective. Join us on Highland 101.5 FM Jaws every Tuesday from 10 a.m. to 10.45 a.m. Let's meet at the village square. Station, you can call your own. It's my station. Like this. 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 Like this.